Welcome to Sermons from St. Paul's Lutheran Church of Minot, North Dakota. St. Paul's is anchored in the message of Christ crucified for the forgiveness of sins, for the church and for the world. The following sermon is from Rev. Dr. Matthew Richard. In the name of Jesus, amen. Every Sunday after the divine service, a hand reached out to me, and I would shake that hand. It was not an aggressive handshake. However, it was firm. It was the kind of handshake that you give to someone else when you are content and pleased, or perhaps full of assurance. Then with a brief pause, Dennis would slowly nod his head, squint his eyes, as if he were deep in thought while saying these words every single Sunday. Thank you for the gifts today, Pastor. Thank you for God's gifts. Dear friends, I will let you in on a little secret Most pastors really don't care to be acknowledged after church services. Most pastors would rather not hear about how inspiring they came across in the pulpit. Pastors are only unworthy servants, doing only what they are called to do. And what are they called to do? They are called to hand over the goods. They are called to give God's gifts of word and sacraments to Christians. Christians like Dennis. And Christians sitting in the pew, just like Dennis, they are receivers, receivers of good gifts. So when pastors hear the words, thank you for the gifts, well, it is divine music to the ear of a pastor. I'm not 100% sure what was going through Dennis's mind every Sunday when he would shake my hand and thank me for delivering God's gifts. However, I am fairly confident that it had something to do with the profound reality of that Old Testament reading from Isaiah. You see, Dennis knew that he was among the redeemed, as Isaiah stated in our reading from this morning. Yes, Dennis knew he was among the redeemed. However, I get the impression from all of my visits with him that this reality of being redeemed by Christ's life, death, and resurrection was an incredible, overwhelming gift that sometimes perplexed him. How can the Lord be so good to us as poor, miserable sinners? In other words, Dennis knew that to be among the redeemed is not some special Christian club that one joins through great moral achievements. To be among the redeemed is not something that is acquired through Bible trivia points or a certain level of holiness. But rather, to be among the redeemed is to be a poor, miserable sinner who has been graciously called out of darkness by name in the waters of baptism. To be among the redeemed is to be purchased out of darkness and placed into the holy ark of the church, where from this church the Lord declares and desires to give the gifts of his word and sacrament to his beloved Christians week after week after week. Bluntly stated, 
The Lord snatches us from darkness and places us into the holy Christian church so that he might not take from us, but continually give us his good gifts. Gifts of forgiveness, life, and salvation all the days of our lives. Again, this is why Dennis sometimes seemed overwhelmed after Sunday services. The Lord not only plucked our brother Dennis, not only plucked him from darkness and placed him into the holy ark of the church, but the Lord also longed to give Dennis gifts to pronounce him forgiven of all of his sins in that holy absolution, to pour the comfort of the gospel into his ears through the preached word, and then to lay forgiveness upon his tongue and into his stomach in the Lord's Supper. To have a Lord and God that does not suck us dry or take from us in the church, but give to us in a church, to lavishly pour his grace and mercy upon us, well, this is so remarkable and overwhelming, so much that we nod our heads with Dennis, saying this, thank you, Lord, for the gifts. Thank you for the gifts. Tragically, though, as you know, this past week, Dennis died. And here we sit. Yes, here we sit. Death has a way of ruining everything, putting a stop to everything. Death not only strikes fear into our hearts, but it has a way of locking us down, putting an end to all that is good. It has a way of stopping us in our tracks. However, in the midst of death, we must hear the bold and remarkable and good news. And that is this, death cannot stop your Lord from giving good gifts. Death cannot stop and does not keep our Lord from handing over the goods of forgiveness, life, and salvation. Now, you and I could easily, yes, we could easily think this morning that Dennis took his last breath, that when he did take that last breath, that he would no longer be a recipient of God's good gifts. After all, he has died. However, my friends, this could not be further from the truth. Dear friends, please hear this. When Dennis took his last breath, his body and soul were indeed and tragically torn in two. His body is to be placed in a cemetery. However, because of the goodness of Christ, Dennis's soul received the gift of paradise. Yes, his soul is in the presence of Jesus, where Dennis will neither experience any pain nor eternal death. This in itself is a gift, despite the pain of death itself. But dear friends, open your ears, sit up straight in those pews, hear the good news that I'm about to share with you. The Lord has more gifts for Dennis to receive. The Lord has more to give than death can take. You see, the Lord has promised our brother Dennis that there will be a resurrection of the body. That is to say, the Lord is not content to leave Dennis's body of ashes in a cemetery, but intends to give him a resurrected body at that last day. And so Dennis awaits another gift. That gift is the reuniting of his body and soul back together again where he will receive a renewed and improved body. And with his resurrected body, every tear will be wiped away. Death will have no control ever again over Dennis. Dennis shall have no more mourning, no more crying, no more pain, for all things are made new. A gift of a new body, a gift of new heaven and a new earth, all new and given to Dennis and just in case you may not realize it at this point, my friends, 
the gifts that Dennis has received and will receive, they're for you too. Yes, they are for you and they are for me. That is typically how it works with gifts. They're meant to be given away. And they're meant to be received and enjoyed. Furthermore, we must keep in mind that our Lord is not a stingy gift giver. He is not a Scrooge, where he only gives gifts once in a while. But our Lord and God, he gives gifts of forgiveness and life and salvation over and over and over again. That means the cross of Christ is a gift intended for you. The resurrected body that you will receive someday, gift, The new heaven and the new earth, gifts as well. And so right here, at this moment, while we grieve the loss of Dennis, right here in this moment, we take a brief pause. We slowly nod our heads, perhaps maybe even squinting our eyes in deep thought, saying, Lord, thank you for the gifts. Thank you for forgiveness, life, and salvation. Thank you for your word and sacraments. Indeed, we say, thank you, Lord, for the gift of taking Dennis unto yourself and your presence. Thank you especially that you will give Dennis and all of us resurrected bodies someday. Thank you that these are gifts. They're undeserved, yet they're gracious and good and whole and wonderful for all of us. Thank you that you defeated death and that you've defeated the evil foe. Thank you for the gifts, O God. Thank you for the gifts, O Christ. Thank you for the gifts. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thy strong word bespeaks us righteous, bright with thine own holiness. Thank you for listening to today's podcast sermon. You can access a full manuscript of today's sermon from Pastor Matthew Richard's blog at www.pastormattrichard.org or visit St. Paul's website at www.stpaulsminot.org The The Lord Lord bless and keep you. you.